0: everyone and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Critelli. And with me is my co-host, Luca Moya. We have a big show today as hockey returns. Finally, this is the L2 Sports NHL season preview. Luca, how pumped are you for this episode?
1: I am pumped. Not even just for this episode, but for the season. Like finally, like all the sports are going to be in full effect other than baseball, uh, you know, you got football, hockey, basketball starting soon. So it's going to be good. And of course, soccer's in full swing as well. I know yeah. you, you're not a soccer guy, but
0: of course you got to get the soccer. In well, we got to get the sure.
1: soccer in there. So
0: we're going to take a look at our divisions. We're going to take a look at who we think are going to make the playoffs as mm-hmm. well. We're going to give out our way to early predictions for Stanley cup playoffs, MVP scoring title vesna trophy etc so these never go good these never never, obviously they never go good (laughs) but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give it our best shot here so Mm -hmm. let's start off with the atlantic division what Mm -hmm. team for you is gonna impress you or you would want to see do well in this division besides your boston bruins
1: yeah um i who I would want to see, obviously, is Boston. I think a team to watch out for, and I think they're going to be good is Florida. I think Florida with Hubert and now they locked up their captain for the foreseeable future. Uh, Ekblad, I th- I'm pretty sure he was injured last year. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, he was having a career year last year, and then he had, I think he, I think it was a knee injury that Something took like him that. out. He yeah, had he, a, a bad injury that ended his season, but now he's back healthy for them. So that's going to be huge mm-hmm. for Florida.
1: And Florida, last year they were in a tough division, uh, you know, it doesn't get any easier here because now you got the Bruins back, you got the Leafs that are back, you still have Tampa, and <laughs> you have the cup runner-ups, literally, in your division. So, it's going to be tough, but I-, I think Florida's the one team I- I'm looking out for. Um, I think the top two is pretty much that. I think Boston and Tampa are going to fight it out once again like they usually do, even though Tampa lost some pieces. Boston, I think, did get better. Question marks around Allmark. Can he be Boston's number one goalie? We'll see how that pans out. But I think Boston and Tampa are the two top dogs and then the Leafs and Florida, that's going to be crucial because you don't want to fall into a wild card spot because the Metro is stacked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For me as well in the Atlantic is that those Florida Panthers teams. And I think I have to disagree with you there where I see Florida as that number two team in that Atlanta division. I think, I think Tampa and, and Florida, those, those couple, four games, three games, whatever they play are going to be very, very exciting. Cause, you saw last year in the playoffs, I guess they started a rivalry. Uh, they had a, a big brawl in preseason. It's only going to escalate as they they play each other more in the season. But I think Tampa Bay is obviously the top dog in this Atlantic. Then I see Florida. If Spencer Knight and Bobrovsky can have maybe a tandem or one of these two get hot, I think their team is from top to bottom forwards and defensemen are worthy of being that second or fighting for Tampa for that first spot. Third, I do have your Boston Bruins because they're Boston. They're always there. They just signed Taylor Hall. Allmark, yeah, there are question marks, but based on what he did for Buffalo last year, there was a reason Boston picked him up because he has mm-hmm. big potential. If he can get hot, I I see that helping Boston. And Charlie McAvoy stepping up, going to be, again, the number one defenseman on that team. So it's going to it's gonna be a, a good season for Boston. And those Leafs. Oh. Those Leafs, Luca.
1: Does not get any. It's easier, gonna be. Man. This is
0: going to be the hardest season out of the Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner era uh, that we've seen. We just got the report today that Mitch Marner uh, took a spill in practice and we left for precautionary reasons. And yesterday it was announced that Austin Matthews uh, will not play the first three games of the season. So we're looking a little light on the roster, Luca. The, but the just Leafs, three
1: games. The good thing is yeah. Matthews but just is... three
0: games. I don't even think this Marner thing is that serious. We hope they're going to reevaluate them no. tomorrow. Um, they got Montreal and Ottawa to start off with Ottawa without Brady to Chuck. But I, I do see those as my top three in the Atlantic and having uh probably Toronto and Montreal battling it out uh, for that Atlantic spot or, or, or like those two Atlantic teams are going to be fighting for that wild card. Staying in the East, we're going to move on to the Metro division. And I think this is the most stacked division. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Washington, the Islanders went to the conference final last year. The, the Devils made some big signings this offseason to make put them up there. Philadelphia added to their defensive core and added uh, Cam Atkinson up front. So I think this team, this division is going to be a scrap. You have Carolina as well. You don't want to forget about them. What do you see happening in the Metro?
1: this is tough man this is really tough I I I think Carolina is going to win it wow um yeah I do I I I just you know I like the way they play man and for me Carolina is one of those teams where they're just they don't have like well I I guess you could say Ajo I don't know if you would put him in superstar status but Mm -hmm. he is he's an amazing player nonetheless so I think Carolina and the Islanders are very similar in the fact that they take pride in, you know, playing defensive hockey and taking advantage of their other team's mistakes. That's what they do best. But I think there's a little bit more firepower, in my opinion, for the Carolina Hurricanes. So I'm going to have Carolina number one. Now, the Islanders go to the the conference final every year, it seems like, but they're not really a regular season team. It's kind of like they're opposite of the Leafs. Like the Leafs have a great regular season. Playoffs are a little shaky. But the Islander seems to really step it up in the playoffs. They're just kind of like, you know what, all we got to do is get there and we like our chances against anybody. I, I think right now, I, I still have Washington as second. I think, you know, OV, unless I see a, a really steady decline, you can't go into a year saying he's going to decline because mm-hmm. there's no history to back that. And he, he is the perennial goal scorer. I think he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. And so if he's going, the Caps are going and then it's going to be it's going to be tough between the you know the the penguins and the islanders i, I think the islanders might actually uh, get the third spot between the penguins either way i do think both teams will make the playoffs like mm-hmm. regardless of the top 3 i think one of those teams will get the wild card i think right now now you know what no i'm going to go pittsburgh pittsburgh's always proven to be up there pittsburgh's always proven to be great regular season team how much is crosby and malkin missing time going to affect them early on in the year if they can string together a couple wins and just keep their team afloat and not get too pushed out of the race before those two guys come back, I think Pittsburgh has a great chance to uh, maybe be higher. But because of the injuries of those two players, I think Pittsburgh early in the year are going to drop some points, making them third in this division. Them are the Islanders, but whoever does it out of them is going to go to the wildcard spot, I think.
0: See, I think, Luca, I like this Islanders team because they brought back a lot of the same players they had on their Stanley Mm -hmm. Cup, or uh, pardon me, their conference final team. So I have them taking the number Number one one. spot in Mexico. They lost Everly though. They did lose Everly, but it's all in all pretty much the same team. I know Varlamov Mm -hmm. is going to be injured for the start of the year. Sorokin uh, and Varlamov were a great tandem last year, especially in the playoffs. They played in different series, and Mm -hmm. they both did well. So I'm not too worried about Sorokin. I also have him on my fantasy team. So that's all the confidence I thats all the confidence <laughs> I need in those Islanders. Number two, I have the Washington Capitals, just because, again, like you said, if Ovi's going, the team's going. It—it it, this, this guy, he's the captain for a reason, and we've seen it every single year. If he's going to start off the season scoring goals and big power play goals, this team's just going to get on his back. I know Backstrom is injured. Uh, He has an unknown injury, I think I don't think they've specified, but you still have Kuznetsov probably jumping up on that top line center, who's uh who's going to do just as fine and then number three I've I'm kind of torn because, like you brought up Pittsburgh is without Crosby and Malkin, for the start of the year. I'm going to go Carolina because I, I, I agreeing with you. I like Carolina. They added Freddie Anderson in the off season. They kind of swapped their goalies with the Toronto Maple Leafs, but Freddie Anderson needs a bounce back here. And I think that team is so good defensively that it's going to allow Freddie uh, to maybe have a breather rather than the Leafs teams he's been on for the past four or five years. And he's just been getting pumped and pumped with shots every single night, 30, 40 shots a night. And he's had injury trouble with that good defensive team and a high-powered offense like they have, I still think they're coming number three. And then I like Philly to be that that team really? that's going to be fighting up there with Pittsburgh. I still don't believe in the the, the Rangers. I think their goaltending situation is still up, like, it's still shaky with uh, Shrestekin. Sh-
1: Shrestekin, yeah.
0: Shrestekin and uh, Georgiev. I, th- I still think, like, they're two rookie goalies. Like, they still need more time in the league to, to, to really get their feet wet. Like we saw like Carrie price was a great goalie uh, coming out of the world juniors and getting drafted in Montreal, but he wasn't that top top guy until later on in his career. And I think the Rangers do have a good situation. They signed a lot of guys. They have a lot of young guys that have hit. They've had good draft picks, but I just think that back end is still a little shaky for them. So that's uh, my picks for the Metro Western conference. We're going to st- keep the Pacific for last. Our, my my Seattle Kraken, we'll, we'll we'll keep them for last. Oh,
1: yes. Let's do uh,
0: the, the Central here. Um, I'll start it off, Luca. I mm-hmm. think this is a wide-open division. You have, obviously, Colorado, I think, is going to be the top dog in the Central. See, this is tough now that I'm reading the teams. I'll put Winnipeg at number two. A lot of people, and I've seen on Twitter, have picked, like um, – the Winnipeg Jets to be that top Canadian team in the league. One of the, like they're going to score the most points out of all the Canadian teams this year. I think that's going to be Edmonton, but I like Winnipeg in this division. And then number three for me is the Chicago Blackhawks. They added a lot of depth in the off season. They added the Vesna trophy winner for almost nothing. They got their captain back in Johnny, T- Johnny Taves. And then you have Patrick Kane again on my fantasy team. So I'm putting the confidence. I'm putting that confidence in the air right now to mr patrick kane get me some points get the chicago blackhawks back to the playoffs because you know what happens is the, uh, the san francisco giants look like a world series team san mm-hmm. francisco giants and the chicago blackhawks they're kind of parallel in their championship wins. so uh, we'll let the universe decide that but i like the, sh- the chicago blackhawks this year for sure
1: this division actually it's so weird it's a like, weird division. It's so weird. Like
0: I'm even like I even forget St. Louis. Like St. Louis is up there. Yeah, like
1: yeah. St. Louis is. I, I think I just Michigan like Chicago.
0: I just like Chicago better than St. Louis. Yeah. Again, they lost a lot of pieces too. Their goaltending was inconsistent last year. And Taves like, is back too. And Taves yeah. is back. That we'll adds. See. We'll see how he does, but uh, adding him on the line with Kane, you know how all those guys work, so.
1: I think Buchnevich to the Blues. I really like that that pickup for them. Um, I, I think it's a great deal, but they did lose Vince Dunn, you know, to Seattle. So Tori Krug was okay. Probably not the guy they thought they were getting from Boston. Well, I think first off, Colorado. I think you know, Colorado's the team. Like they're they're the mm-hmm. premium, of the, the cream of the crop. Like they're they are uh, the team in this division. Uh, so they they're probably going to finish number one. Um, you had the Jets, correct?
0: I had the Jets at number two. Yeah, the
1: Jets at number two. I agree with you there. I think, again, the Jets always seem to be up there, have a lot of talent, loads and loads of talent. But, you know, they just some they just fall short. Like, yeah. They just don't really exceed expectations. But the Jets are always a team where, you know, every single year you go into it saying, okay, like, they have a really good team. Maybe this year they could do it. You know, if Minnesota came out of nowhere last year, like nowhere. I don't think they're gonna be able to do it again. Like I, I, I don't. So I'm not gonna put them into the top three. I, I think I I think I think I like Dallas.
0: You like Dallas, eh? I
1: I I, think I was I, thinking
0: about Dallas too, but
1: I think I like like it this this is so weird because I can I can see Arizona finishing top three. Like it's such a weird division where all these teams like They'll have a huge, like great run in the middle of the year. And then they'll just like lose the games they need to win. So it's just weird. But I think Dallas, you know, maybe the cup final two years ago, man, like they're a really good, they're still a really good team. Tyler Sagan is Tyler. Sagan. He was out last year. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So he's coming back. Uh, Jimmy Ben wasn't what he used to be, but they got two solid, solid defensemen, like unbelievable defensemen in Klingberg and Heiskanen. And so, I'm gonna back Dallas I think they can edge it out because I just all these other teams in Chicago's interesting I, I think that's a good pick um, you know with the addition of Seth Jones and like you said you know mm-hmm. the Brinkett and Kane and
0: Tyler they, Johnson
1: yeah they have a really good uh, and they got flurry so you know and you they have flurry be, in
0: the back end just a yeah. lot of championship caliber players that they just brought in yeah. almost for nothing pretty you might much be onto for something nothing.
1: here you Chicago might be little Blackhawks
0: something. baby I like them I like you them. might
1: be onto something. Uh, I like Minnesota
0: too, now that you brought it up, though. I like Minnesota. I do like Minnesota.
1: Minnesota to me is just a team. It's like, they're they're there. there. Yeah. I just just like
0: this division feels, it almost feels like all these teams are so even. You know what I mean? They're not great. Other than Colorado. Other than Colorado. But the seven other teams are all great, or they're not great, but they're not bad. They're just like those middle of the pack teams. And I guess they're all bunched into the the central division. So
1: Nashville too, like Nashville gets hot every year. It seems
0: like they have Saros. He's going to be the starting goaltender now. So any literally this division, I think is going to be the most wide open division besides Mm -hmm. the number one spot with Colorado, Uh, barring any crazy injuries. uh, Nathan McKinnon just got put on the the COVID-19 list. So uh, we'll see how that works, but they still have boatloads of talent. You're going to be without uh, Nate McKinnon for a couple of games. I think they'll be uh, just all right. Last but certainly not least, the Pacific Division, the new team, Seattle Kraken. Before we give out our picks, Luca, you like the jerseys, right? Yeah, they're not Come bad. Come on, I think they're not bad. I think these are like top two, top three jerseys in the league. Already. Already. They they do they
1: gorgeous. have an alternate? Do
0: they have an alternate? No, they don't. No, it's it's not just the blue. Not yeah. I think uh, I w- they have like that anchor on the shoulder mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of the S. That could be it. I don't know. I doubt they would do that, like that turquoise or that teal. Imagine that jersey. Like that's the base color, that teal. I don't think how good that would look. But just the way the blue yeah, and the teal go together, even the white jerseys, their away jerseys look pretty cool. So I'm a I'm a crackhead. That's my Western team. I'm a crackhead, baby. <laughs> You're not picking them, are you? Listen to what I have to say here. Oh, this is this is my. I'm gonna throw the biggest hot take, just from what I've been listening and just looking at this division.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Vegas is gonna take the number one spot. Yeah. I think Anaheim so. rebuild. Los Angeles. I think they'll make it close, but I don't think they have. Yeah, they're no. still on a rebuild. Uh, San Jose, just a boatload of problems as well in a rebuild. So you have Edmonton. I think Edmonton are gonna come two. Great pickups in the offseason. Duncan Keith, Zach Hyman's gonna play on the line with either Leon or Connor McDavid. You saw how that worked yeah. with the with the other two superstars here in Toronto. I think that's a great pickup for them. Darnell Nurse just got a big deal. He's a sole defenseman. Another year of him. I like uh, Tyson Berry. I have again. I'm just naming off guys on my fantasy team. Just I'm putting all the confidence in them. I need them this year. I need a bounce back win.
1: You're just hoping they win. Like you're you just want saying, to know like, what
0: happened to me last year? Oh, here we go. Listen to this. I got my team. I'm in the top four. It's a tie tie game going into the last Sunday. There's one game playing.
1: Tampa Bay and Detroit. Yeah.
0: And in the week. Andrew, I, he always gets brought up on this podcast.
1: He's like, he's always up, doing something. Pick, crazy, he's always doing what. something
0: crazy. He's like, Lucas, pick up Brian Elliott because he's gonna play for Philly on the Saturday. Yeah, I was like, okay, just to get more games, maybe a couple points here and there. And I think he was playing New Jersey. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, pick him up. And Varlamov, who had an excellent year last year, the check mark wasn't on his name that he was starting for the game. Why don't you until just check 6 oh, okay. 45. The check mark came, but I wasn't on my phone. So I had Brian Elliott and Mike Smith in. Mike Smith got the win. Brian Elliott got pumped for nothing. Varlama was on my bench. Shutout for the New York Islanders. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's tied. Tied. I hit 15 points that I didn't get. Going in tied, I pick up Kalorn and I pick up Sergachev. Tied, Luca. Tied. And this guy. How did you had,
1: pick up Sergachev off waivers?
0: I don't know, but he was there. What? I, had, I picked up Klorne <laughs> and I picked up Sergachev off waivers. Wow. I have him in. Sergachev scores his second goal of the year in that game. Yeah. Puts me up by 0. .50. In the final seconds, Andre Palat gets a shot on net. Tie game. Ends in a tie. He was the higher seed or he was the higher seed in the season. I automatically get kicked out into the bronze medal game.
1: That is so dumb.
0: How dumb is that? I was devastated. I was devastated. Well, let's get back on track. That's <laughs> just ugh. wow. All right. What were we looking at here? Pacific Division. Yeah, so you Edmonton. Your
1: top two. Yep.
0: Edmonton, and I think. Oh, here we go. The Seattle Kraken <laughs> have a chance at number three.
1: Okay. I'm gonna
0: say it right here. I think I'm gonna say I don't think Calgary is going number three. I'm sorry. I just don't – their team, again, boatload of problems. I don't like Calgary going anywhere near the playoffs. I think it's either Vancouver or it's or it's the Kraken at number three in the Pacific. That's my bold take of the day.
1: Wow. Interesting.
0: The Kraken at number three.
1: Interesting. I think the Kraken do have a chance. I think they do have a chance. I just – Looking at the roster again, I just don't know if they have enough game breakers to do it. Didn't you it. just
0: say didn't we say that about Vegas when they first came in the league? Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah. We you did. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I don't think it matters if you have game breakers because these guys that were picked have never been in those spots. It's true. You know what I mean? Now that the top whoever plays on the top two lines or three lines for Seattle, they get to go in those moments. They get to play 22 21 yeah. minutes a night and get more opportunity to blossom. Look at William Carlson. He came off and he scored 41 goals. Yep. He was on the first line. Riley Smith became a great player for them. Um, Marsha Show had a couple good years for Vegas. So you
1: never know with, this, with these expansion the team, teams. Right? He's Marshall. still there,
0: but he's, yeah. he's not what he used to be.
1: He's there. <laughs> um, okay, well, I got Vegas one, um, like you said. Now, I think Edmonton will finish two. But I think Vancouver is better than them, if that makes sense. Really, yeah, I do think Vancouver is better than them. I I don't know about that. I like Vancouver's roster, I do, man. I really, I really, really, until Edmonton can prove it to me, and and Vancouver hasn't proven it to me either. But you know what? Like, they got Connor Garland, they got Ekman Larson in that trade. I don't know, I like it. JT Miller, they still got Besser, Pedersen, Horvat. I think it's, it's a good enough team. And what we've seen with the teams in this division, like you said, Quinn Hughes, even I have not even mentioned him. So like we've seen with the teams in this division, like you said, a lot of teams are still rebuilding. Uh, And then it's Seattle. Like it's a question mark. Calgary, I think has underperformed the last two years. So I can't trust them. I really don't have anything to trust in Vancouver. Remember Vancouver was hit hard with COVID last year. Yeah. So, they didn't really have a chance. And it was hard. It was a short game season. They didn't have a lot of chances to kind of, you know, get involved or get their foot under them. So, I like Vancouver. I think they're going to finish third. Um, and Edmonton will finish second just because they got McDavid and he alone is going to steal them like 12, 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> He's not good. But I agree with you. I think Seattle has a chance.
0: I think they have a chance just based on the division mm-hmm. that they're in. Just but really if like, they
1: don't make it in the division, I don't know if they'll have enough to make the wild card. Yeah, because is that, that central division,
0: division yeah. is just they're, – they're just a bunch of teams that are around them. Yeah,
1: they're like solid teams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it's all locked in. It's, locked it's
0: in. T- it's all locked in. It, you heard it here first. We can't take it back now.
1: <laughs> After the all-star break, we're going to come back. Yeah, well, Carolina is looking at Shane Wright here. Um, You know, he's looking (laughs) really good. Seattle's (laughs)
0: first place in the Western Conference.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs look like they're winning the Stanley Cup.
1: (laughs) Oh, here we go. So before
0: we get into the awards, I want to do the spotlight segment uh, just on the Toronto Maple Leafs just a bit.
1: This is – hey, listen, this is your team.
0: This is my team, and I just wanted to, to put this out there. This year's Toronto Maple Leafs team, I don't know what to expect, Luca. I don't have the high expectations I had coming into the Tyson Berry Toronto Maple Leafs team. If you, if people know like two mm-hmm. years ago and the, I guess, huge expectations we had for last year's team in the Canadian division, they looked like the best team. They were the that best was team
1: More because of the division you had high expectations or because the team around them.
0: I think the team around them based on like the, the experience, built, the grit, yeah. uh, the way it was built. You had Freddie and Jack Campbell. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess we didn't see look at Jack Campbell the way we look at him now, obviously, going into last year. But just the experience with Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, like, we wanted grit, we got grit, and we wanted depth, and we got depth. And it just didn't fall. The cards didn't fall the way they were. And this season for me doesn't matter to me. What happens from game, from Wednesday night to game one to game 82, I don't care. Because if they don't make the playoffs, someone's getting fired and I yeah. think it's the the guy in, who's sitting in the press box every night where he and he wears those glasses really do this I think I personally think that this is his last shot he banked he's banked this year on four guys.
1: He's banked the future on four guys
0: four guys yeah. they traded they traded a bunch of picks for all for Nick Felino last year. A first rounder for Nick Foligno. He didn't perform. They gave away a lot of picks in the like. They have like three picks in next year's draft, and I I don't care about that because the team is win right now. This is what Kyle Dubis wants. He's like, we gotta win a cup in this span.
1: Yeah, and they're young too. Still, and
0: they're young. Yeah, we keep saying they're young, but
1: <laughs> yeah, five years later, <laughs> yeah, five, they're still, they're still young. Still they're still young. young. They're still good. <laughs> yeah,
0: I just think, and I had this conversation with my brother. They don't do make the playoffs or get past w- at least one round these playoffs someone's getting fired and one of those big four are leaving or will be traded you and think, i don't so, think it's Matthews.
1: GM, you think a new gm comes in
0: cuz he, he has will no will trade
1: one of those four players
0: he has no like ties to them you know what i mean
1: no i agree but i'm asking cuz yeah. riley's up for an extension too like is Dubas going to overpay for him cuz he's asking Something crazy. I think he's asking for like seven and a half. Why eight, wouldn't he though,
0: Luca? Why wouldn't he though? But every that's defenseman with his problem. But no, but every he, the market has been set for defensemen in the league. The nurse he's is making seven that. million. I know. Or not? Didn't he make? Isn't he making nine? Yeah, he's making something crazy. Quinn yeah. Hughes. You could argue has that's the same the point problem. totals as Morgan Riley is making seven million this year. Yeah. It's just the market now is so huge for defensemen, yeah. that the Leafs don't have the cap to do anything. We can't, we're just going to either, if we're not in the race by the All-Star break or by the trade deadline, you trade Riley. You have to. You better. I do not want to see him walk out the door again. But knowing the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to keep it close in the playoff race. Just get in or just not make it. And then Riley's going to walk for
1: nothing. But they're a regular season team, man. They are. The, I think they, I think in the regular season, this is the problem. It's the regular season, they're so good. And then in the playoffs, they just come up short.
0: But I don't care if Austin Matthews scores 60 and wins another Rocket Rashard. I don't care if Mitch Marner gets 95 points to 100 points this year. I don't care about regular season anymore.
1: You just what? expect it now. You expect it to be ex- good in the regular Dude, season. Yeah,
0: I expect you it's guys to put up the points yeah. in the regular season. And when mm-hmm. it comes to playoffs, make it happen. Win a round. Yeah, I agree. Win a
1: round. But that's the expectation of all these big teams, like Boston, for instance. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the regular season, I ex- obviously, the, the division was tough last year, and, mm. and the Atlantic is pretty competitive. I want them to have home ice in the playoffs. But I'm not there, like, you know, banging my desk, getting frustrated because they're a point out, two points. I expect them to be top three. Like, yeah. I expect them, you know, they're going to be top three. And when it comes play playoff time, even if they don't have home ice, they could probably win a round. Yep. It's about getting by the second round for Boston. And usually they run into Tampa the last, you know, last year they couldn't. But can they beat Tampa? Boston has built their team to beat Tampa. Florida has built their team, I think, to beat Tampa.
0: And that's, Toronto, the, that's the benchmark in the league Toronto now. is just
1: building a team just to be – they're not building a team to beat some a certain somebody. They're just trying to fix what they have but around
0: – But the difference between Florida and Boston with the Toronto Maple Leafs is that they can build a team. They can build it. They have the room. Yeah. You have the room to bring in a Taylor Hall or bring in an Allmark or, or I'm just using guys they brought in, but bring in guys because you have the cap space to do so. The Leafs d- going into this offseason didn't. So that's why they had to settle for Kasha, for, for, uh, for Kasha's Richie. A
1: good
0: I, I, this I was getting to the positives. I was getting yeah. to the positives. Okay. <laughs> as much as I am concerned about this Leafs team, you saw the Leafs go really skilled with the Tyson-Berry, the the new team they brought in. And I always refer to it as the Tyson-Berry team because that team was just in shambles. They were based on skill. We're going to beat you by outscoring you, and really, we're going to beat you skill alone. That didn't work. Last year, we are going to beat you guys with experience and grit and like older, experienced guys. Didn't work. Now they bring in NHL players who are in their 20s 26 27 who aren't young guys but they're not old either they know how it is to be an nhl pro like richie and if you put a richie on the top line with austin matthews something can happen michael bunting i like michael bunting i think he's a more skilled he's more skilled than hyman was hyman may be a a grittier and harder worker but watching the 11 goals he scored last year for arizona they were goals like they were goal scores goals Mm-hmm. and there's there are a lot of positives if jack campbell can have the year that he had last year or close to it and and go on a run i don't think he's going to play 70 to 60 games i think it's going to be a 50 50 split or a 60 40 split i think the leafs will be in good shape and make the playoffs and that's what i hope. that's
1: the expectation that should be the expectation. they have to
0: make the playoffs this year and
1: you know what at a certain point I think the players get a lot of heat, but at the same time, you want to win. I don't care. You gotta take some cuts then. You're like you said, they don't make the playoffs. They don't make the playoffs, someone's gone. I think you're right. Yeah. They get out in the first round, could Dubas go, maybe. At the end of the day, I think day, if
0: they if I they get past the first round, I think everybody's safe for one more yeah. year.
1: But if they if they don't, and you also have to look at I think personally, how they go out. Like, if they go in the first round and get swept, it's, it's Oh, it's,
0: it's a you know, total let's it's gone. start over. But if
1: they go, you know, game seven but against. We all,
0: the- they always go once, game seven, Luca. I, That's I what know. it's been driving me crazy. It's always been like Boston you Bruins. Just the win. Boston Bruins have been, we've we played them three times. Matthews has played them three times in the playoffs, right? Matthews yeah. and uh, twice. Or twice. Twice. Yeah. And then it was the the Capitals. Those teams were like the benchmarks in the East, right? And we always were there. We brought the Capitals to six. We kept. We always brought the Bruins to seven. We were the, We were there, and it just feels like you can't get over that hump.
1: Columbus, they and lose. Columbus,
0: yeah, they lose to Columbus. Tampa lost, they, they, the, they're winning, Tampa they're lost to Columbus, and then yeah. they changed the, their team up for more of a grittier, hardworking, we're going to be hard to play against team, and look what happened. They went two Stanley Cups in a row. I just think that first round is that hump. They get over that first round. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Lamar Jackson and beating Patrick Mahomes. It's like that jinx is gone. You don't go into that series like knowing you're going to lose.
1: Yeah, it's true. But once
0: you win, once you get past that first round, it feels like this is fresh territory. Let's make something happen.
1: Because once you get by that first round, you got another four games. Well, at least.
0: Yeah, at least.
1: You got four games to figure it out. You got two more weeks of hockey. That's so, the mindset. It's, it's two weeks at a time or a week and a half at a time. It's gonna be a fun. I, I hope that listen. I hope they do it. Um, I, I think they really seriously should consider. Um, they got to ask some of these players maybe to take a pay cut if if it doesn't get to you're not winning with this <laughs> core. You're just not. Oh
0: yeah. I don't know, Luca. I they're don't, just
1: handicaps, man.
0: They're handy. Well. COVID-19 really didn't help the well, I, It did not help. It, no. it didn't help. So. But
1: the best contract on the team, Nylander. Nylander. And at the time was, oh, my God, what is oh, he doing? Oh, good blues, holding this up for all this money. Now we're like, wow, we, He's not we underpaid good. this guy. Oh My God, this guy should be making seven and a half. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? so, He's going to be the
0: – I and I also think Nylander is going to be the dark we'll horse for that. the Toronto Maple, Toronto, eh, Toronto Maple Leafs this season. Yep. So watch out for him. That was a long rant on the Leafs.
1: It happens. We need when it we talk about, This is to be a, a weekly thing. A now.
0: weekly occurrence. Every week we're like the Leafs are not going to make the playoffs, and then next week we're going to be like, I think they could win the Stanley Cup, Lou. I really. After
1: every week, you see the Leafs continue to just get dummied because they don't play. They, they, don't, they play don't play playoff hockey. No,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, way too early predictions. Let's okay. start off with Hart Trophy. I'm going to go obviously Connor McDavid. Easy pick.
1: Mm -hmm. I will get it right one of these years. (laughs) McKinnon is going to win one of these years. Just keep saying his name. It has to. At least what's... uh, Knock on wood. Hope this doesn't happen. I think the only way he gets it is if McDavid gets hurt. But, hey, man.
0: No, but he's still got Kucherov to deal with. Yeah. Matthews.
1: McKinnon. McKinnon. Okay. Please put me right once. He rookie of the year.
0: Right I'm going with Caulfield.
1: He's a rookie.
0: He is a rookie this year. He just played, what, he played like 10 games, maybe? Nine games hmm. before the playoffs? There are also a Spencer Knight, <sighs> I who is heavily favored, yeah. and Trevor Zegers on Anaheim, who are uh, the, the betting favorites.
1: I, I I think I am going to go with Spencer Knight. Okay. It's gonna be a little bit different.
0: Yeah, they call it a trophy. Be different.
1: Why not? And Bobrovsky, like he hasn't been the greatest since he's been to Florida. So they gave Spencer him ten million
0: dollars in? in Florida. Oh God, it's hard no. to it's hard to, to get focused on playing hockey once. that's all uh, you got conference. all those things going on for you. Yep. Vesna. Oh, this is hard because like
1: this is yeah.
0: I'm gonna say Vasilevsky.
1: Oh. Shocker,
0: easy. <laughs> Shocker. Okay, okay. Well, let's drop that. Let's go no, let's off okay, no. the board Ask, and let's, let's.
1: Okay, wait. We both think he's probably going to win go the school A guy who we think
0: a guy. Okay, who
1: can challenge?
0: I gotta think of the challenge. goalies in this in this league now.
1: I I think a guy who could you know, I'm not gonna say like, <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna win. It's a huge question mark. It would be the greatest thing for me. If Freddie wins it, I I I would I would go nuts. <laughs> I would go. I go, go
0: crazy. <laughs> I would We picked up Peter Morazic for this guy. Couldn't pay him what? Yeah. Just a one more million? One more million? Come on.
1: No, um, I'm going to no, say. All joking aside, I'll
0: say Varlamov for the Islanders.
1: Yeah, one of the Islanders' goalies. You know he's going to be good. Um, you know Kemper could can do it too. He's going to have the wins. I
0: have Darcy Kemper on my fantasy team. Yeah,
1: you have everyone on your fantasy team. He's gonna have the wins, though. Let's he's see gonna have
0: the wins. He's gonna have the wins. But right. so he's gonna be playing by behind a good defensive court too. So could have the. The only percentage. problem
1: with I think these Colorado goalies is they probably like they're so good, like the team around them, where their save percentage is always it, it, it's probably gonna be low because they probably get like
0: <laughs> yeah twenty Grew shots. Grubauer was a Vesna beat. Trophy finalist last year. Yeah,
1: so all they gotta do is make the saves. Just make the saves,
0: exactly, exactly. Um, what other? Nah, I think those are the three big ones. Called yeah. MVP Vesna or Norris. We could put president's Norris trophy, president's trophy, and I Norris think is going do. to be the Vegas Golden Knights.
1: I agree. I'm with
0: you. Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas doing the to win president's. Win the I was president's going to say trophy,
1: that. and uh, the Norris. We should do the Norris. Yeah, the Norris. Easy pick. Chara. Easy.
0: Chara. He's gonna play yeah. third
1: third defenseman
0: minutes on the on those uh, maybe on those islanders. No.
1: Um
0: I'm gonna say Kale McCarr for okay. the for well, the Norris. Easy.
1: Um watch out for McAvoy, I'll tell you right now. I think he's gonna be no no come on. I don't oh come on. He just doesn't put up the points, man. He doesn't have the points. when has it been offensive? Go back to the days when Charles was winning it and Doughty.
0: But those are not the days anymore. We're talking about the days now when, like, Eric Carlson's putting up 60. Or, or you know what I mean? 82 and
1: 82. McAvoy.
0: Okay. No, I'm not jinxing it. You know what? is going to score, like, what, 30 goals this year?
1: Watch out for your boy Seth Jones, though.
0: Oh, Seth Jones as well.
1: Turns around that Chicago team, potentially. All right. As we finish off the show, Stanley Cup prediction. The big question. Oh, these are always I, – I can't wait to look back at these, like we did with the Jays.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. TJ I, got, I got the Jays one, <laughs> TJ's one. <laughs>
1: J.J. Zoic going to be the third guy. He looked great in Dunedin. Absolutely fantastic.
0: (laughs) Didn't get like what he pitched like two. He pitched like two. He had two starts or three starts. He was
1: optioned uh, by game Um, 20 or something. Stanley Cup prediction. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. The
0: Colorado Avalanche from the West. Uh And the New York Islanders from the East. I'm bullish on these New York Islanders. I like them. I just think they're again that team that's there. They're like the Kansas City Royals. They hmm. just missed out last year and they're gonna get over the hump this year. Colorado and New York with Colorado and Nathan McKinnon lifting that Stanley Cup.
1: Interesting. Well, I wanna say Boston, but I won't. Just because. Um I'm gonna go Vegas. Out of the West. You know I love Colorado, but I pick Colorado and McKinnon every year. I had to pick one this time, so I picked McKinnon for the heart. Okay, um, But if you put me wrong, you put me wrong. Hey, you know I'm a big Nathan McKinnon fan. I've been on the train for a while now. have been on the train for a while. A while. Okay. And out of the East, like I don't want to be boring, but Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. Boring. They're so good. They're, <laughs> they're, they're just so just, good. They're, they're just too good. Unless uh, until someone knocks out, I do think um, whoever knocks them off could go. I, I think the four though would be Boston, Tampa, Carolina, and the Islanders, like you said. Yeah. Um, but Tampa.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so they prove me wrong. Who
0: wins it? Vegas. Vegas wins it. Wow, they win the Stanley Cup five years in the league. They win the Stanley Cup or
1: Seattle if they do a Vegas. Oh, they should pull Imagine. Vegas. They are should. you gonna put? Are you gonna put money on a
0: futures bet? So this is what I wanted to do for my futures bet. I wanted to put futures for the playoffs. Make the playoffs for Seattle and Vancouver. Okay. Just because they're such, they're like you put twenty bucks on like a plus one one thousand five hundred. Yeah, month, you get you'll yeah. you'll make bank if it actually happens. Exactly. So yeah, I want to do I want to do those futures.
1: Okay. And I think I might do a futures on Seattle. Just for the playoffs. It, like Yeah. Last time playoffs. I did a futures uh bet and I I pulled it back at the last second was for Vegas to make the cup final. I told you about this and I was sweating. You put I, a futures on that and you pull off it? Uh, it was $10. I was a cheap cheap guy. Dude, backing. you would have made No, no, to win the to win it. Oh, to win what, it. Bro, to win it was like 1 to 20. It, it was just it was ridiculous. Oh, I thought you said just to make it. That no, but I, I, I definitely could have cashed out, though.
0: Yeah, you, sh- you could have cashed out big. I
1: don't know about futures bets and cashing out, but I think I can go with futures bet on Seattle to make the playoffs. All right. You heard your here first.
0: The Seattle have big expectations from the L2 Sports podcast crew. Go Cracks. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in to the L2 Sports NHL preview show. That's Luca Moya. I'm Lucas Stratella. You can hear this podcast on wherever you get your podcast now. Any website, check it out. Mostly on Apple Music. We get a lot of. He's not gonna list
1: them again, guys. I'm not gonna list them. He's not listing them again. There's just
0: too many. There's just too many. Thank you, guys. For Luca, I'm Lucas. Take it easy.